This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance Rahapa podcast. We're here today to talk about the exact mess that was the season finale, question mark. Did not know it was the season finale. Now we know. We also know that there's going to be a four-part tell-all. That's right. I didn't stutter. Four tell-alls. We need six hours, apparently, to figure out what's going on on the end of the season. So that's going to be happening. Luckily, though, we do get the holiday break. So next week, there will not be an episode of the show, nor an episode of the Hot Mess Express. That is 90 Day Fiance Recap. But we'll be back January 1st to kick off the tell-all. But we're here today to talk about the finale. And I couldn't find anyone more perfect for the role, except for this man right here. He has been with us on this 90 Day journey quite a few times. And of course, when a family therapy session happens with the family Libby, there's only one person fit for the job. That is, of course, the one and only Rob Sesternino here. Rob, how are you doing? Puya, so good. So happy to be back here talking about all these disgusting people and their trash ass behavior once again. Yes, yes, Rob, you are not wrong. 17 episodes. That's a quote from Andre. Don't get it twisted, anybody. Don't out of context me like uh, Rob said, these are disgusting people. I will say this, Rob. I don't think anyone's going to have a problem yeah. with what you I said. Mean, I think a lot fine. of them are. I mean, yeah. Which, but not all of them and not all the time. Some are good. Sometimes they have their moments. Mm-hmm. They do. Rob, you actually have now bookended this season, which I only just noticed with this being the finale. So it's yes. been a while, but we're back together once again. 
And we're going to approach this yeah. a little different today. I did, I well, figured it would be... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it is great to be back to talk about these couples because uh, I keep getting older and these people keep doing the same-ish, if you know what I mean. I, mm-hmm. You know? Nine and a Fiance is the perfect show for self-reflection because you can see I've grown. I've really changed. Nope, these people are the same. Good to know I'm, I'm doing good in the world. It's, it's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to do something a little different here today. And by a little different, I mean, we are literally going to talk about the couples that had the least impact. We're kind of samey, samey. And then we're going to get to the bigger meat and potatoes later on in the episode, which by that definition, you guessed it. We're going to kick things off with Bilal and Shaida, Rob. So Bilal and Shaida, I talked about this these last couple of weeks. It's the same conversation every week, just in a different scenario. So mm-hmm. this week they got a pretzel this time. Listen, they got a pretzel. I think I've got more to say about the pretzel than I do about Ooh. anything that they have going on. A rare Rob wanting to talk about food. Yeah, I'm all I ears. Do. I'm a big hot pretzel guy. I love hot pretzels. I make a lot of hot pretzels and not from scratch. You know, I heat them up. Uh, but my kids love them. We love hot pretzels. But the thing about hot pretzels, especially when you're in New York City, is that you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I'd love, it. especially it's like a little chilly. It's like it's nice to hold the like the hot mm-hmm. pretzel in your hands. And like, I would love to get a hot pretzel. The pretzel is something that, unlike a lot of other foods, you cannot tell by looking at the pretzel if it's going to be good or not. And just like Shaida, um, she got the pretzel. It was cardboard. You know, a, a good pretzel looks you know absolutely the same as a god-awful pretzel right well this to me for me with a pretzel i think of the steam test right Mm -hmm. like one bite or you break a piece off you see that steam rise this didn't look that great i mean no they clearly didn't like it so much that bilal binned it been half too dry the dryness is the ultimate factor on the uh, on the hot pretzel scale so yeah, yeah, maybe you're looking for steam coming off the pretzel. That's the move. If you see that, you know it's legit. So this also, pretzel, this the the vendor they got the pretzel from. Also, it didn't look like pretzels was his main thing. No, it was a halal cart, and I yeah. could, I was like, "Where's the shawarma? You should have gotten a shawarma. This was a shawarma moment, but it's fine. You went for the pretzel. It was clearly one of those where the guy makes five pretzels a day, and this was the last one just mm-hmm. sitting there. So. They were the ones, lucky ones to buy it and then and then uh, dispose of it. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. when are they, are they having a baby in a year and two years? And Rob, that inflection is exactly what you should be leading with, because who knows? We don't know. This is 17 episodes. Oh, I and do we still know. Don't know. I do know when that uh, Shada and Bilal are having a baby. Oh, shh, Rob, break the news, Rob. Never! They're never having a baby. <laughs> it's never happening, and and I still maintain that that Bilal has had a vasectomy. The, the, the baby is never happening. He's hoping that she will forget about it, which is the weirdest thing to hope for with Shaida. It's clearly the one thing she keeps talking about. But I'm with you. This does not feel like it's going to happen. So Bilal's whole argument, right? Every anytime Shaida was like, "Listen, you're perfect." You're an amazing person. You're my person. You're everything I want in a husband and more. I appreciate everything you do, but I can't hold back any longer. Anytime I try and talk about a child with you, you do not respond to it. Which then Bilal's argument is, yeah, I want to set up a foundation with you. I want to, I just, 
my crime is I love you so much. I want to spend, I want to get to know you. I want to live a life with just you. And I feel like you keep bringing this up and I've agreed to your ultimatum in the prenup and it's still not enough. Anything I want to do for you, it's still not enough. I don't know what to do. Uh, have a baby or leave. That's clear. Mm-hmm. She couldn't be more clear about what she wants because he mentions maybe a year, year and a half because he wants to spend time with her. They're okay. a new married couple. But to her, it's like, well, I can't have a kid later. It just can't happen at this point. Does Bilal have a brother that he can or cousin that he can adopt the baby from? That seems to be the new move to do they, pull off. Do they have any relatives that have like an extra kid that they could just have? <laughs> that Bilal would want to have though, Rob. That's the question. Mm. Right? Because I feel like the sh- the thing with Shaida, she wants her own baby. I Because f- uh, they've never talked adoption. Does she have a cousin? Hmm. That I don't know. That I mm. don't know. But yeah, that could, you know, we do that. We've seen that That's as a solution. always an option. Yeah, yeah, that's come up as a solution before. Ultimately, that's it. These two, that was the one scene. It went nowhere else for them. And we're kind of left with a question mark of, will they have a baby? Will they not have a baby? I think me and Rob both very much are on. They won't. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're no as baby. likely to have a baby as Charlie is to uh, <laughs> not have a drink. Okay. It's just, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, not likely based on where I'm standing from where I'm standing. Mm-hmm. And then so like I said, the next time on is a little bit jumbly here because this was a way for them to debut their four part series. And it was a bit more of a wordy title. It was like a 90 day fiance tell all uncut ultra edition. Yeah. So their premise is for this time for the tell all they're going to be going inside and outside the studio. So similar to before where we're going to see them talking to um, I forget the host's name. That is not good. I'll remember <laughs> it in, in, a, in a bit. Yeah. Um, but they're going to be in the studio doing the tell all. And then obviously they have the green room moments. Sean, but the, Sean, right? Sean. Yeah, yeah. Sean Robinson. There we go. Thank you, Rob. Um, and then they're going to have an outside the studio where it's clear that people are just hanging out, having drinks at a bar. Uh, some of these couples, some of these people. So, and then the one I'm very excited for, we see uh, Michael and Usman in Nigeria hanging out. So mm-hmm. that part intrigued me. I'm very mad that it's four parts, but I'm intrigued that they at least changed the formula around a little bit. Well, I feel like that everything ended on like such a like a like half ending, not, not even a half ending to the story. It's just like abruptly like, OK, this is the end of the footage that we have. So here is the finale. But I wonder if they're going to incorporate still more footage from around the time they were filming the show in this format where we're going to have like more flashbacks to sort of like the ways stories ended. And then also like uh, in the, like more of the modern current time of being at the reunion. I really do think so, Rob, because four episodes, that's an hour and a half a piece. If you cut off commercials, that's six hours. I don't think there's six hours worth of tell all to do. So you have to have other footage that we've not seen. And also whatever new footage they're going to have with people mingling outside of the studio. What is there to tell? These people just talk. I have the same issue every <laughs> single week. And this is like the, the multiple times that we've seen them. Yeah, the only there's only one couple. I feel like that we've gotten a little bit more of a resolve or change from where the season started. Everyone else is legitimately in the exact same spot they were when episode one aired. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, that's all you need to know about that. Now, let's just pivot over then to Jovi and Yara, who also have been doing the same walk around every week. They are currently in Europe. It's their last day there. Jovi has to go back to work for about three to four weeks. And he insists that Yara follows him back to the States, whereas Yara has made it clear that she would like to stay here with her mom, with her friend Karina, and then, you know, keep Myla here as well. Just hang out while Jovi's gone. Jovi gives in, Rob. That's really the big Mm -hmm. ticket item here from this storyline. Jovi gives in. He realizes that if he doesn't uh, give Yara what she wants, that she will potentially leave him and he doesn't want to be put in that position. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> what what choice does he have? Uh, the, uh, overall, I felt like that Yara and Jovi, you know, this was, I thought, the most boring couple of the whole episode. Uh, I mean, and I think we went to them, what, like three different times of them talking about the same thing of, all right, fine, Jovi's leaving. She's going to stay there. And is is it what Jovi wants? No. But does he have any say? Not really. <laughs> Right. The other thing that comes up here, Jovi does tell us that he really hopes that ultimately this could open her mind up to, you know, having a growing out their family, having another baby, which Yara has made clear. I am not ready for another baby right Mm -hmm. now, so that's not going to happen. But I think he's very wishful in thinking, you know, one for her, one for me. I give her this the next time I get to have something. And then he his only requests were be safe. He, stay safe while you're while you're here alone and then hopefully in three to four weeks when i come back home you're also there so why does jovi want another baby it doesn't seem like that he's loving uh, all of the baby stuff that's going on with one baby so for me uh the biggest smoking gun was a couple episodes ago i feel like this is an anchor baby rob i feel like he thinks if they have one more baby then, you know, that ties down Yara a little bit more to the U.S. And there's a second baby. Now they got to, like, lay more stronger foundations. Because I think what's happened to him on the this trip on this season is that Jovi has recognized, oh, Yara can now travel. And also Yara really misses Europe and really wants to be back with her family. Mm-hmm. But then that robs him of being with his family. Mm-hmm. And her family is set up in, in Germany now. Did they leave Ukraine? So her mom lives in, I want to say, the Czech Republic. Okay. But then there, sorry, her friend Karina left Ukraine and went to Germany, which is then where they went to meet up with her. So I think ultimately, I think the Czech Republic is where her mom resides. And I think that's where she's going to be for the trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Think that maybe with all this 90 Day Fiance that Jovi could go full time on 90 Day Fiance, but I guess he gets to keep going back on the boat. Yeah, that he's bound, Rob. He's bound Does he by the work this on genre. the real love boat. Is that where he works? But who's get like who loves that? That's the question. I don't think the, the crew would love him. I don't think the the I mean they do have a bartender there. And, and they probably have other bartenders, and and you know, Jovi does love bars. He does, but dare I say, I guess I should ask you this. They, do they have to tip the bartender on the love boat? No. I don't think so. It's probably all included, but I mean, like, they're not gonna, like, knock it if you do tip the bartender. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna make the bartender work overtime because the homeboy was slamming back beers at breakfast. So, mm-hmm. hurricanes, sure. Yeah, so he'll be, he'll be set with that. But yeah, that's all we got from Jovi and Yara. Um, Spoiler alert, in the tell-all, Jovi's going to have 
some rowing matches with Andre, which I'm very excited for. And then there's a scene where Big Ed and Liz are fighting and Jovi's laughing in the background um, as it's going on. Mm -hmm. So look for Jovi to get a lot of strays during this tell-all is my prediction. Okay. Always fun because, you know, usually then Yara learns something that he didn't tell her during the thing and then she gets pissed. So, yeah, they're always good at the tell-all. Exactly. All right, Rob, we're going to go next to the other next couple that I've kind of suppressed on the show we've not Mm -hmm. talked about them a lot when we have to we do it quick but it is the finale and i do want to hear your thoughts on it okay yeah let's move over to big ed and liz yeah okay well (laughs) well that this story which is kind of like so i have not gotten a chance to talk about this story what's going on here with Mm -hmm. ed and liz um this seems very stupid and i'm very excited (laughs) to talk about it all right. Well, well, you want to open it up? What, what would you like to talk about well, first? first? That we have like where Big Ed is going to reconcile with his mom. And he's had like an on again, off again relationship uh, with his mom throughout his 90 day fiance journey. Yeah. So his mom has not been in the scene at all this season. Right. So they have not talked in about year, year and a half or so. Basically, once he got back together with Liz, Norma, Big Ed's mom was like, yeah, no, uh, she's hurt you one too many times. I'm out. And then when he went and saw his family in Arkansas, that kind of wanted made him put the you know spring in his step to go out of his way to try and fix things with her, try and reconcile. And they had a very emotional lunch that we got mm-hmm. to watch here. I thought they had a very uh, uh, whiny lunch. And by that, <laughs> I mean that it looked like there was a lot of red wine that was being drank at the lunch. Yeah, the the pores were loose, as they mm-hmm. say. Holiday pores mm-hmm. all around. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, Norma basically said all the things a parent who misses their child would say. You know, at the end of the day, I want you to be happy. That's all I care about mm-hmm. is you being happy. And Big Ed apologizes because he felt like he pu- had to push everyone out to listen to his heart, which I don't. Did you listen to your heart? I don't think you did. But yeah, they seem to have rekindled. He hopes that his mom will accept Liz one day. And that's kind of where we leave things with his mom. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Uh, mom does not like Liz. Uh, you know, Ed's a little bit in between a rock and a hard place between uh, mom and his girlfriend. Uh, don't like each other, but at least the relationship is rekindled. Which is a lot more than he could have said an episode ago. So I think mm-hmm. he'll take that and run with it. But then, so he goes back home and uh, Liz is in the hot tub so then Big Ed gets involved with the hot tub. Rob, you're shaking your head. Why? Why do I have to see Big Ed in the hot tub? Rob, you do you know what else Big Ed has done on this season that you've got to not Why? see? Why? Tell me. I mean, just tell me. Catch there me was up. a whole massage scene where he got on the massage table and Liz was rubbing up on him and then he was rubbing up on Liz. We have seen too much. He has said some weird things about about erections, about sex. Mm-hmm. It's Big Ed. He is not great on the show. How weird? Can you can you reset for me? Rob extreme Rob, we're talking cringy. Like we're talking I didn't Maybe, bring it up paraphrase on the podcast. It. You don't have to necessarily like quote Big Ed. Well, yeah, far be it from me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> No, Rob, basically, you know those you know how when you're in a group setting, right? Say it's okay. me, you, a bunch of podcasters we're yep. standing together and then someone you know, so far yeah someone says something you know 
yeah, I felt like that was a little too much vertical. And then someone's like, yeah, you know what else is vertical? Like that kind of like, you know, vertical. Yeah. Like Chad erection joke type mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. But then you, instead of podcasters, now you're standing around your family. Your relatives are in this room mm-hmm. and you have made erection jokes in front of your relatives. It's mm-hmm. that kind of awkward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Yeah. I would personally, not even if I, if someone else in that circle, I would evaporate. I don't think I could Did stay he in say that vertical room. or that, or vertical is what other people are saying. No, I just used an example because I do not remember the exact quote for the life of me. Okay. Um, but it, I remember it being a sex joke essentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. so, you know, the other part of this storyline is while Big Ed is trying to reconcile with his mom, Liz got a offer to be partner at the bar she works at. The yeah. chef there had approached her and, and talked to her about it. And we got a little bit more of the details here, Rob. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I am really interested to talk about what's going on at uh, Encantro. Yes. That's what it's called. That's what this place is called. I believe so. Encantro, a bar and grill. <laughs> Something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So over at in, in Cantro, well, like what what is Liz's jobs, uh her job? Like, what does she do? So she from where I was standing, especially when she her and Ed first met, she was kind of she was working the front of house, right? So Either she was running the rest of the uh, employees there, but yeah, you know, taking orders, running the kitchen, making mm-hmm. sure the uh, food. I would have say probably like um, somewhere between like the hostess of the establishment ver- and you know the um, supervisor okay. is kind of where I felt she was. All right, so we have Encantro where we don't talk about Big Ed here at Encantro. That she meets with a guy who was only known to us as Chef, is his name? Yeah, so she like kept referring to character? him as Chef as well. Exactly, yeah. I never got the guy's name down. I know it came up in the Chiron at one point, but I did not write it down. Ooh, I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote Partner Chef Man, which is about as close as what we get. Rob, this is a good deal she was given, yeah, I thought. Yeah, like. because it's, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's run down the deal. First of all, she has to put no extra money into this partnership. Mm-hmm. They're going to give her 10% equity. Yeah. She's going to get a salary increase. They're yes. also going to give her health insurance and a raise. And she, she has to basically look for investors and run the front of the house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she puts up uh, no money and they're making her a partner in the restaurant. She's going to own a piece of the restaurant for literally nothing for liver coming in and not quitting. They're going to give her 10%. Did she give them an ultimatum of that? If you do not make me a partner, I'm going to leave the restaurant. I don't think so because yeah. So out of nowhere that <laughs> they yeah. said, okay, we're making you a partner in the restaurant. And this is only because she's on the 90 day fiance. I feel like, Unfortunately, there's nothing else we can point to that could argue with that because she literally was not even working all that much. She had cut her hours back significantly mm-hmm. to work on a relationship with Ed. And then suddenly she was like, okay, you know what? This whole thing with my with my daughter's father potentially being stationed elsewhere, I need to make sure I'm secure to be able to like, you know, take care of my daughter. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go back to work full time. 
And then that just pivoted to I'm being offered partner. So I don't know if she either walks in at the opportune time where they're looking for someone like, you know what? At the end of the day, we're looking for somebody to give 10% of our company to. Uh, We need to find that person immediately. It is wild to me. It is absolutely wild to me. I mean, she would, this would be a huge mistake for her not to take the deal. So obviously she does take the deal and runs with it. Yeah. And then tells Big Ed about it. Well, and, can I just go back to yeah. her conversation with Chef? Oh, please. And and this is the thing that really made me feel like, okay, well, th- this is like not on, on the level. Not to say that maybe she's not getting the 10%, but Chef sat in a way where he had the Encantro t-shirt on, but also he had the hat and the hat, the, the, the bill of the hat was, was not pointed forward. The bill of the hat was pointed directly at camera yeah (laughs) so you think that her exposing the bar to 90 day to this universe to tv is the benefit and betting on okay big ed most like a prolific 90 day fiance person figure liz is gonna be on one season a year for the next 10 years is this worth 10% of uh, Encantro? Possibly. Honestly, you're, you're onto something here because, you know, I talked about this with Jason where I said, do we think Big Ed is in not going to drive down sale because people are like, screw Big Ed, I'm not supporting your business. But then he pointed out, you know, not everyone's on the same page as us where we, th- we think that um, Big Ed is a problem a lot of people are still gonna go because big ed is this celebrity this larger than life personality that they've seen on tv no they feel like oh this is this place big ed hates this place like this isn't like where big ed hangs out big ed is annoyed about it in cantro first off first thing horrible name for the restaurant i i've googled uh in cantro all i'm getting is stuff about the movie in canto Oh yeah, so it's an it's I think it's in contra with an O. Yeah, E N E N C O N T R O. I'm looking. Yeah, yeah okay. I just found it myself because I was looking at an Encanto, <laughs> and that was not it. It was in contra. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of confusion here for sure. Not <laughs> ideal. Yeah. Okay. Because I wanted so, to look at their ratings. So their ratings are pretty good. Ooh, They're not like, you know. Screen Rant uh, has ooh. an article. 90 Day Fiance fans suspect fraud in Liz's restaurant ownership storyline. Again, if you're telling me you're getting 10% equity mm-hmm. and health insurance and a raise and a salary bump and you put zero money down, that seems pretty too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I like that I'm uh, just coming right in and and, uh, guessing what's going on. Yeah. Oh, the chef's name is Jason Hotchkiss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I see the bill of the hat is facing the camera. It's pretty weird. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. pretty sus. Yeah. Yeah. So this deal happens. She takes it. Then she goes home and tells Big Ed about it. And Big Ed does feel like they should have had a conversation, but he tells her, you know, I'm never going to hold you back and I'm going to support you. As long as you support this relationship, which again, big as insecurities always show when these conversations come up because I, he's always worried. His whole thing is that he's worried if she works more hours, she's not going to devote more time to the relationship. And then if she's working late, she's going to then drink with these with these students and these youngins that work there. And he doesn't want her to do that. He wants her to drink with him, hang out with him, 
spend all her time with him. But all of that to say, then Liz brings up, well, now that, you know, we're talking about all this stuff, I want to potentially, you know, talk a little bit more about the the marriage, the Mm -hmm. wedding. And he's like, no, I am not going to get pressured into being married. And she's like, I am not pressuring you. I'm just saying that I would like to have a conversation about it. He's like, listen, I'm not telling you I'm not going to marry you. I'm just saying I'm not ready, which caused her to get really frustrated with him. And she stormed off the, out the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did like in this exchange between Ed and Liz. And again, there's no heroes here um, that Ed is like he like um, she starts talking about like, well, you know, are we going to get married? And he's like immediately like, I don't want to talk about this. You know, he gets very, very upset, very quickly, very animated. And then, um, and she's like, blah, 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 blah. And, and he's like, he's like, I, I feel like I, I'm not being heard. And she's like, shut up. Shut up. It's like, yeah, that's right. He's not, yeah, I guess he's not. That would make me feel like I'm not being heard. After I said I'm not being heard, she said to him, shut up. I will say probably the number one worst response to someone saying, I feel like I'm not being heard. And you're like, you know, shut up so I can Mm -hmm. explain it so you can understand that I do hear you. And then switching (laughs) up to, uh, I'm sorry for saying shut up. It's like, all right, well, you already said it. Yeah. But uh, also the like Ed's decision of like what he, what his reaction was going to be to this of like, like, uh, oh, wait, so. Your girlfriend that uh, a a popular restaurant wants to give her equity in the in the restaurant for nothing. Like maybe it's like, hold on, like are you having an affair with the owner? Yeah, of this how restaurant? did his insecurities yeah. not pop up to that? He usually loves jumping to conclusions. Yeah, I, that I would say, like, but this is sounding like there's. Some, I mean, there's got to be more to this story, right? Yeah. Well, th- this is the same man who at their engagement party. Uh, Liz was talking to a former, like a, to a coworker, had the coworker removed, and that compelled him to respond with, Wait, are you a lesbian? Are you into her? <laughs> so, this is the same man. How did I'm classic, very surprised he didn't say anything? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And again, the, the one who's most insecure and wants to hold on to, to, to his fiance, to Liz, he's the one who also does not want to get married yet. Mm hmm. It's wild. It's it's weird to me. But ultimately, she gets very mad at him and says that she feels like her and Ed are too different to make this work. Again, just that's like a throwaway line, especially when the season concludes. I think they're going to be fine. Like I said, we are going to see them have a bit of a rowing battle in the tell all four part series. She can't break up with Big Ed. She just accepted uh, a ten percent ownership on a restaurant based on her continued relationship with Big Ed. Rob, once she signs the papers, if the papers <laughs> are indeed papers, she it's done. What are they going to do? Revoke it because yeah. she's not with Big Ed? Why do you think she needs to get married so bad? That's probably <laughs> like her ownership deal is contingent on like Ed's not going to dump you, right? Oh my God. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But Big Ed's not giving yeah. in. I mean, Big Ed's and, still on his journey to like reconcile with his mom and daughter who we didn't see this season. Yeah. And I, I don't want to come across as like that, you know, there's not a universe where Liz could be like actually add value to the restaurant. But this Screen Rant article makes it sound like she comes in like a couple nights a month. Well, that's the thing, Rob. She had cut back significantly to work on the relationship with Ed. Which is why a lot of people, myself included, are a little skeptical because then it's like she came back to work full time and not like two weeks into that, she gets offered partnership, which is 
interesting. But, if she was like an incredible businesswoman or it was like, wow, she's really like she she does like this, uh, um, you know, amazing like organizational like behind the scenes stuff like, OK, sure, maybe maybe she's worth it. But it just it seems like in this scenario, if she is a hostess who comes in a couple nights a month, it doesn't sound like for a restaurant that seems to be a successful venture that she would be worth anything nearing a 10% ownership without putting up any, you know, collateral in this. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully we get a little bit more Not information. Collateral was the right word. Hmm. Well, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You know I know what, what you mean. mean. I think we know what you're putting yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. All right. So well, let's take a quick break then. And when we get back, we'll talk about the hurricane that is Angela and the dummy that is Michael. We'll be right back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Rob. So Michael and Angela back once again. Angela is now stateside. She has come back from her trip to Nigeria. All seemed to be well when she left. Yeah. They loved each other. He deleted his Instagram. She loves said she the gram. Billy. Yeah, no. People the, say Instagram <laughs> is like uh, going down. Not not Michael. Not Michael. Michael loves it. Michael loves it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So we get hit with a bombshell. And, you know, this was surprising to me that we didn't get a lot from Michael and Angela this episode. We really got one key scene. And in this scene, we hear that, you know, since being back from Nigeria, everything's been back to normal for the last two weeks. They've been on the phone happy. They're talking all the time. Yada, yada, yada. Everything's good. But then one of her friends sends her some textual evidence of Michael cheating on her online. Oh boy. So it, the plot thickens. I'm like, okay, I'm skeptical. Who is this friend? There's more. So the girl's 31. They did meet on Instagram. Apparently they talked the whole time that these two were fighting. She has screenshots to back it up. And then she has a voice note, Rob. And until she hit play on the voice note, I was like, I don't believe anything until I hear this voice note. Heard the voice note. Pretty damning evidence, if you ask me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was just impressed. I couldn't believe that Angela and Michael were still together. 
Well, it looked bleak. It looked bleak for the entire season until like the last three episodes where he deleted the Insta. Mm -hmm. Then she was talking to this guy, Billy. She admitted she had a crush on him. Then Michael was like, you can never go see this man. She was like, I'm going to go see him. Then he threatened to leave and she realized, oh my God, he he hit me with my move. Okay, I'll, fine, mm-hmm. fine. I won't go see him. And then they you're were doing my move. Yeah, you're you're gonna you're threatening to leave me. Ooh, I don't like how this feels. Oh, that's how you feel. Okay, mm. fine. I won't do it then. But here they are, Rob, back in a quarrel, back in a fight once again. And this one looks a little bit more permanent. I feel like. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like it. Like uh, this is like one of these moments where, uh, like, it feels like kind of unscripted. Where you know, it seems like that she just like comes out of her house, and uh, like uh, the camera person's like trying to find out why she's crying, and uh, we get this whole saga. So this is sad. Uh, I've long since stated that these two people should not be together. So maybe there is ultimately like a happy ending that comes from this. But yeah, Angela and Michael, they should break up. Yes, we've said this before. We'll say it again. Just divide, just split up. Let us live in peace. I know 100% you're going to have her on the single life if that happens. So right. you'll get what you want. We'll get what we want. And that is just leave this relationship, leave yes. Michael alone and take Angela away from the, these seasons at least. Literally, no one is rooting for them. No. No. Not one, not their friends, not their family, not the viewers. No one is rooting for them. TLC would rather probably have Angela single. They could put her on a million shows. Everybody is rooting for this to end. And and probably Michael's probably being catfished by some like um, <laughs> TLC executive that is just trying to free up Angela to go to MILF Island. I mean, listen, my God. Probably, yeah, well, Gilf Island. Gilf Manor. <laughs> Gilf Manor. <laughs> yeah, that show is going to be. How many commercials did you see for Milf Manor? So, again, because I watch on Disco Plus, I don't get any of them. But Milf Manor is going to be the next hot property on TLC. You've heard it here first. It's going to yeah. be It's going to be a situation. Yeah. Well, we got to do something. We will. We, we got to do something. When, when is the Milf Manor dropping? Uh, Mid Jan, I think. Let me double check Mid-Jan. for you. It won't be mid once that happens. No, no, no. <laughs> Do we need to set up what MILF Manor is? Is everybody who's listening to the podcast already know about MILF Manor? Uh, we haven't talked Every about it. Every commercial break was MILF Manor. Yeah, it's a dating experience like none other, right? For a, It's going to follow mothers who are attracted to younger men. Is that mm-hmm. a good way to put it? Yeah. And then they've mentioned there's a shocking twist. And I think the shocking twist could be that, you know, for every MILF quote that is there, their son is also there looking for romance. Yeah. yeah. And that's the twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just hoping that maybe Zach Wilson isn't involved with this. And maybe that's why maybe his head has he's been very distracted this season, knowing that this is going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a big fan, Rob. He's just a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, January like 15th. Yeah. So January for there we go. Mid, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll hey, we'll try and talk about it because I think that'll be fun. That'll be fun to see uh definitely how this Every, plays the out. world will be watching. Yes, hundred percent. So that's gonna be then uh what coming on the heels of a um uh 90 day fiance reunion, right? 
Uh, I have, have to imagine, lead right? Yeah, because it'll be yeah Sunday, January fifteenth at ten nine central. So yeah, right after one of the tell-alls, mm-hmm. part two of the tell-all. Yeah, there we go. All right, Sunday nights just got a little bit more busy, folks. Tune in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. we'll keep you posted on any developments there. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you on uh, Monday, January sixteenth. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there with bells on to talk about both shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um I simply, you know, and this has been my biggest issue this season, Rob. I feel like every episode I'm repeating what I said the previous because nothing changes. These two need not be together. Mm-hmm. Michael, you dummy, what are you doing reconciling with Angela if you've been talking with someone else the whole time? You had a prime opportunity to just take your breakup and run with it yeah. yet you insisted on fixing things but then you've also been double dipping on the side and then she says that he's been saying she's just the plaything. Michael you do, do you do realize that I can't even side with you because she literally at the very least confessed that she had a crush on this man to your face you did not do that you hit everything and then played the martyr played the good guy role and then got caught so mm-hmm. I have no sympathy I can't. Yeah. My God. Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, will say, I, I'm interested in seeing Michael hang out with Uzma. Oh, it looks very funny because it looks like Michael's telling him to please not say anything about someone, assuming mm-hmm. don't like fight with Angela. And Usman, uh, sorry, yeah, Usman replies, "That's a capital N O. Uh, I'm not." Why? What does Usman that. have to say about Angela? He's gonna be shady. That's the mm-hmm. best part of the tell-all, Rob. This is like yeah, we've talked have about no this. business talking yeah. about anybody else, but they can't like, help it. Like yeah. the villains of Avengers all <laughs> getting together spot, and ha- yeah. yeah, and hating on each other. It's perfect. Well, that's what I said about this season at the start. Yeah, and it's only gotten more and more evergreen since, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> all right, so then let's pivot over and talk about the couple of the hour. The reason the minute I saw that preview, I knew Rob had to be here for it. Yeah. Libby and Andre time, Rob. Oh, this Take was it so away. fun. Well, of course, uh, anytime you get Chuck's family all together in one place, uh, you know it's going to be exciting. You know, I've said for a long time that I feel like that these people should have their own show. They should be boxed in by the 90 Day Fiance universe. But this was a terrible idea to get some sort of family therapy. Jean, the therapist, I think that she had no idea that what she was getting ready for because this was just uh, a total disaster and probably, you know, set therapy back at least 30 <laughs> to 40 years. Jean was not paid enough to deal with this. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and they ill-equipped uh, to handle this. Yeah, I mean, when you have to then, uh, you know, bring out the talking ball late into the therapy (laughs) session, you know it's gone wrong. Like, the talking ball had more say than Gene did. This was just like like a mini, like, 90 Day Fiance tell-all, but Sean would have been better than Gene was. Exactly. Yeah, so they had clear... To me, this kind of felt like their audition... Because the family Chantel has stopped now. They're not running that show anymore. Mm. This felt like an audition to, hey, family Libby, question mark. Like, this could be something we do. This could be a yeah. move. Because we got all the characters there. Mm-hmm. Um, at the therapy, there was Jean, the therapist. Don't bring her back for the series. Uh, then you also had, okay, 
uh, Andre and Libby. Uh, mm-hmm. Chuck was there. You also had then Charlie and his wife, who's also a monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you think, like, oh, maybe Charlie's wife isn't going to be as bad as as he nah, is. She bad. No, she's uh, that. I, they, they're soulmates. Uh, you had the sisters there, Jen and the other one, Becky. Uh, and then also Chuck's ex-wife, uh, who has a name, it's Pam, uh, and her husband. Yeah, her the Walter, the stepfather, was yeah. also there, but he was there as a I'm just here in person for support. I'm not gonna speak. emotional support husband uh, yeah. there. So I think that was everybody, right? Yeah, that was the whole crew. They all showed up and this was strange. So obviously I expected a lot more from this, but uh, what we got was, uh, first of all, we haven't even talked about this. So Chuck is already there uh, before Libby and Andre. Andre arrives and him and Chuck are wearing the <laughs> same polo shirt. Same color, same emblem, exact same shirt. And, and Andre thought this was this is good. Hey, Chuck and I, it proves that we're on the same page. Which I thought that's a very optimistic way of looking at this. Immediately, I thought any argument they're going to make that you have fully hypnotize their dad now they have validity in the form of you both wearing mm-hmm. the same shirt i just yeah. knew this was going to be worse yeah and it'll be like uh, dad he's copying your your can't you see what's happening here he's 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 uh, he's mimicking you he's jacking your style dad he's mirroring you dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's jacking your swag <laughs> but i knew this was going to be fun because on the way there Andre is already calling them losers on the way to the therapy appointment. So uh, this, I, I knew this was going to be fun. Yeah, he, he in talking about Charlie, he's like, yeah, this bum, he, he better not come there drunk. And yeah, he's Libby's a loser. Like, he's a loser. <laughs> yeah. Libby's like, you need to cut out the insults because that's not going to help no, the therapy no, session. Yeah, like, no, I don't need to cut out insults because if he is a loser, then I'm just calling him a loser and he's a disgusting person. Bless Andre's heart because you knew the minute he came in with that energy that this was going to not end in anything but hostile. So mm-hmm. in, yeah, so, you know, Chuck leads the whole thing first and says that he feel he wants everyone to, you know, be on the same page and he feels like things have been strained and he would like to see the family back together. And he's like, you know, the, we kind of come from a bit of a divided house. You know, some of them lived with my ex. Some of them lived with me. And that's yeah. when we get the line from Pam was like, your ex is me. My name is Pamela. <laughs> like, Yeah, Chuck, weird choice to say my ex when she's right here in the room. You can first name her. You can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you did get the impression that ever they did all do stuff as a family. But, you know, it was only uh, Libby and her sisters and Charlie. It wasn't like that they were like this huge family that was getting together all along. You know, that family is very important to Chuck. He did want to drive the RV to go visit with his family last season on uh, Happily Ever After. So that was a big part of it. But yeah, Chuck just wants to see things going. Uh, everybody just being back in each other's company. Yeah, I think the biggest indicator here is that at the very least, Chuck had that like they were all working for Chuck. So he had a relationship with them where they had to see each other. And that's kind of gone by the wayside with everything, all the divide happening. So he's now not had that, which I think feeds into the family's been divided. But this is where Charlie decides to pipe up 
And he's like, you know, we were close until Libby married Andre. And, um, you know, that caused a divide with my dad, this, that, whoever. And Chuck's like, no, 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 no. My relationship with you is strained because you disrespected me. So Chuck goes on and mentions that (laughs) Charlie would get drunk and then text him at night and say that. What did he say? So say that Andre's in his ear, that he's weak, that he's a woman. (laughs) I was like, what are you doing? Sir, this is your dad. You're sitting your te- first of all, you're dad, texting your dad that you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least surprising thing that someone like Charlie would bring in misogyny and be like, you're weak equals you're a woman. But then to also text that to his own father. Yeah. Then- <laughs> Charlie, you can't like pin him down on anything that he always is going to like be able to like <laughs> to spin it. Uh and so Chuck uh, says, you know, and it's really it's because of that bad behavior that Charlie has been, you know, cut off from things. And Charlie turns around and says, no, 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 no. you're cut off from my family. Yeah, he's like, you're cut off of my family, bro. That's that's not I'm not cut off of yours. Like, bro. You're cut off, dad. <laughs> I'm not cut off from your business. You're you're cut off from my family. It's a weird, weird role reversal there from uh, from Charlie yeah. in the attempt. But then, you know, Chuck is hurt. Chuck's like, listen, your words hurt. Like we were me and you were the closest. And I feel like this has caused us to be, you know, separated a little bit. And you hurt me. And then Andre from left field, you know, this trash ass behavior. This guy's a drunk. He's, you know, he's a messy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like going off. And then now Charlie's piping up. So then yeah. this is when the talking cube is introduced well, and they have to hold that. Can I also just add so that there mm-hmm. was like a recounting of the uh, fight at the barbecue from uh, one of the, the last time that they were on the show. And they, it gets into like a uh, like who pushed who. Uh, and then also that Charlie like came in and then said he was joking that he said he was going to call the police. That was a joke. Uh, and it sounds like that. I think Charlie did push Andre first, but Andre is claiming that Charlie says that Andre tried to uh, fight him when Chuck and Andre say that Charlie was the one that first uh, came to blows at the barbecue. Right. And I think, you know, we've seen that scene many a time, both in our own time and also on recaps on the show. But Charlie walked in and was like, I'm here. Call the cops. But it <laughs> wasn't it. Kidding. You know, yeah, there was no jokey manner to it. It was very clear that he came in charged and they were upset that Andre replied with, listen, you drunk F, just sit down and shut the <laughs> up, basically. And they were like, no, he started it. It's like, I don't think that's how we look at it. But then, yeah, the push happened. The fight happened. I think everyone is saying that Charlie caused that, but Charlie doesn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Charlie sees it as this man got up and and f- fought me in front of my family. My family didn't take my side. I'm the wounded bird here. Yeah. So, yeah, you know that gets retold, and then we have a conversation here when the talking cube gets introduced, where Jen says she feels like the pattern here is that they've been continuously feeling isolated by Libby and they believe that Andre's the reason that happened where Libby then clarifies no that's my choice I've chosen to do this and then tells us that 
Andre opened her eyes to how bad her family was for her because she was feeling these feelings of empty, these feelings of sad and didn't know why. And Andre was the one who pointed out that, yeah, your family's a little bit wacky. That's why. what's hilarious about this whole point where we try to like break out the talking ball is that Andre has no ability to work within the fr- the framework of he does not respect person. the ball. He's a blurter. He's a blurter, mm-hmm. and he's. I just need to say one thing that uh, <laughs> I, I need to speak because you know that this is this is about me, and I am allowed to speak. And so he, and in fairness to Libby, she's the only one who's actually trying to uh, respect what Jean is trying to do. She's doing a lot of like, like I'm hearing what you that. What I, I mean, I'm hearing that you think that uh, you are hurt, and I did not mean that. Uh, but <laughs> Andre is not able to at, at all function in this environment. And, you know, um, it's interesting. You know, was this like, we have no idea what the Chuck family was like prior to the 90 Day Fiance cameras showing up. No, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, their mom comes in and mom's like, Oh, it hurt me to know. Like, I had to find out that you were pregnant on Instagram. And Andre basically says, Yeah, I told her to cut you out of her life, too. <laughs> yeah, she was like, You know, I, you know, Andre told me that he's gonna try and shut me out. And Andre just yelling, I will, I will. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I said that. I did that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I love it. You know, we don't often see someone have the moment of, you know, I want him to know it was me in their face, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just outward. But then Andre finds this a good time to bring up the reason why I've wanted us to be a little bit separated is because I had a conversation with my immigration lawyer and there was a mention that potentially someone reported something to immigration. That's why I haven't, you know, gotten my documents in time or whatever. And this is when Becky starts talking. And Becky's like, you know, I would like to see proof of that. I would mm-hmm. like to see evidence that that's something that your lawyer said. Which I was like, Becky, that's the thing you want to you want writing that she said mm-hmm. speculatively that someone could yeah. have said something. Did that happen in the show? Yes, that lawyer meeting did. It is documented on the show. Okay. We did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and so and do we know what the complaint was that the, the the lawyer just said that somebody had made like made like an anonymous tip about his right. I, mean, I mean like it could have been a viewer. Yeah, well that's the thing. You're on the show there someone could hate you and say something. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Yeah, basically what we got was that someone flagged something up because usually this immigration process of having your conditions removed doesn't require an interview very rarely does that happen and because it's happened potentially this is one of the reasons that it could have happened because also the lawyer was mentioning that you know the fact that you two have a kid together and have had and have been in a you know your all your documents everything proves that you live together you're in a married you're in a happy relationship this shouldn't happen that you Mm -hmm. get an interview that your stuff is pending so the only thing i can think of is that maybe someone has said something because you don't have a criminal record okay so you don't have that uh are you hiding anything from them no you're not doing that okay then someone may have said something and he immediately obviously his mind went to okay someone from this trash ass family said something (laughs) that is the only only thing that could have happened so he brings this up then complete pandemonium takes over the the therapy office and andre obviously feels like it's a waste of time i loved charlie getting all um you know high and mighty and saying 
you think we would do that? You think we would say that you would you get yeah. something to deport you? I was like, yes, mother <laughs> yes. effer. You literally said this at a playground two episodes ago with your wife. Yeah. You both said, if he puts hands on you, we're going to call immigration and get him deported. So you yeah. have said that. And and their take on it was like, dude, dude, do you think we even care about you? Do you think we even <laughs> think about you? Do you really? You think we care about you? It's like, uh, is it like <laughs> all you do? think about Andre and yeah. what he's doing and how he's getting close to your dad and he's like do you think we even spend one second thinking about you yeah didn't didn't you just spend the entire season do we even care about him? your status <laughs> I, I, I also I, <laughs> there was a point where Charlie is like uh, do, do you think we even want to be around you and Andre is like good Good. I don't want you around. I don't want to be around you. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> the perfect response. It really is. <laughs> I yeah. want nothing to do with you more. Yeah. Um. And then um, we see that uh, Andre in the confessionals is talking about they're all disgusting people. Uh, and he has more serious problems than these bastards. Yeah, I was gonna say bastards. We're not gonna have these disgusting people around. <laughs> he did say also, if I get deported, my wife's coming with me. That's non-negotiable. My family goes where I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, uh, Andre might be the best character on television. Again, no filter, <laughs> no filter. Very matter of fact when he speaks. Like he's not wrong about anything. It's like. It's like a little bit if you mixed in Akiva on a podcast <laughs> um, and like someone who just fully doesn't think before they speak. And then you have Andre. I said this three seasons ago. Andre as a Twitch streamer is what I want. Mm-hmm. Just like very matter of fact, puts down the list of the viewer yeah. and just is abrasive. It'd be great. I would yeah. watch. Yeah, well, he also has like a little bit of like the soup Nazi in him also, because then if you say like one thing he doesn't like, he's like, good, good, leave. Good. I never want to see you again. Good. You're banned. Goodbye. Next. Could you imagine dealing with Andre as a realtor? <laughs> you see a house, you're like, hmm, you know, I like the in- the interior, but I'm not a fan of this backyard. Is there anything we can do with this? De- no, leave them. No, I don't want you to have this person. House. Yeah. Get out of here. You that I, I I won't sell it to you now. <laughs> I will buy it so you can't have it. Like that is the <laughs> mentality. That is who you're dealing. With. That's the mind you're dealing with here. So obviously, needless to say, yeah. I look forward to Andre talking to literally anyone on By this way, cast. Uh, which deal was more ludicrous? Uh, the deal where Liz was going to get ten percent of the equity in the restaurant for vibes, or. Uh, when Andre said that uh, Chuck should give him a hundred thousand dollars to start his own business. Okay. Lucrative to who, to the, to the (laughs) other person proposing the getting the deal. So like the chef versus Chuck, Mm -hmm. I think Chuck will get more in return. I think Chuck at the very least he's making his, uh, husband, no, his son-in-law happy who then is making his wife, his daughter happy. So that's a plus. And then also it brings them too closer. So that's good. And then maybe he does make some yeah. money and maybe he gets some dividends. Whereas the chef is giving away 10% of this business. If it's really happening. Right. For seemingly no proof of a mm-hmm. increase in, in operation mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah. So we'll see. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Rob, one last couple for us to go through here. And that is, of course, the story of Usman and Kimbali. Rob, we are back once again. Your favorite. Yammy, yammy as they call it. <laughs> yammy, 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 yammy. Uh, although it sounds like the yammy, yammy's not happening. Oh, there's zero yammy. No yammies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What is okay. this, Usman and Kim? <laughs> so a lot has happened since we've last talked to you with them. Yes. It's been a roller coaster. So obviously, speaking of roller coasters, we start off at an amusement park. They've gone to this amusement park with um, Jamal, which is Kim's son, and then Mahadi. Who is, you know... Seemingly like one of the only normal people on the show. Jamal is precious. He is mm-hmm. great. I hope that he does not get involved with anyone in the 90 day universe. One of the few people on this program that does not exhibit trash ass behavior at all. At all. He is perfect. Yeah, he's there. Mahadi's there, who is, of course, his um, brother's son that they're looking to adopt. And also his brother is there and his brother's wife. So their parents of Mahadi are also there. Mm -hmm. They've basically done this to kind of see if, uh, you know, they can get the blessing of, of, you know, Mahadi's parents to Mm -hmm. to adopt, but also to see how they would be with him. And it looks like things have gotten better since the, they dropped the bomb of, Hey, we want to adopt Mahadi. Usman's whole argument is pinned on, we would give Mahadi a better education in the U.S. than he would get here. Mm-hmm. But the big pause for them has obviously been, we want Mahadi to grow up, you know, with our traditions, with our, you know, religious beliefs. So, you know, we want Mahadi to grow up in a Muslim household. And that has been a bit of a pause, a bit of a maybe we'll see. But also they want to talk to the family and get the family's approval. So there's a couple layers here that they still need to go through. The amusement mm-hmm. park ends up looking fine. They, they're hanging out with Mahadi. Mahadi seems to be enjoying himself. So that's nice. That's good. Yeah, I, I was definitely like uncomfy coming into this whole situation. About, I can see why. Like, uh, what like uh, are they kind of taking this kid like against uh his will? Like, I mean, he the kid did seem to have a good time, and, and I even kind of like understood from uh Muhammad's perspective of like, okay, well, you know, if they can provide a life for uh th- this child that like that we could never provide for him, like I do think that there is like a case that you could make that there is a world where maybe this is like the best thing that you could do for him is if if you were just worried about like uh his like long-term benefit although 
could argue that maybe that uh, having Kim and Usman and the 90 Day Fiance world uh, thrust onto him might not actually be the best thing for a child's development. I feel like the minute the, the these cameras are all involved, no matter what good um, benefits there are for Mahadi to be in the U.S., being exposed to this camera life in mm-hmm. the on a TLC show and on a reality TV show, that should be a red flag, especially if you're trying to get a certain outcome out of here. And again, I can't stress this enough. There's footage. There's proof of how these two are as a couple. I don't think you want Mahadi in that environment. I think that mm-hmm. should be abundantly clear. But they're still considering it allegedly. So you know, the, the, you know, it's, it's their choice to make. We'll see how it goes. Uh, they might not need to worry two scenes from now, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jamal is going to end up leaving to go back to uh, the states, whereas uh, Kim is going to be staying there. But he has mentioned he loved, he very much loved Nigeria, and he, you know, he likes that. Usman isn't a terrible guy, but he's not 100% convinced. (laughs) Kim asked him a question. So like, uh, so what do you think of Usman? And he said, well, I don't think he's a terrible guy, (laughs) which was like really, uh, you know, damning with very faint praise. Right. The that does not like that doesn't give me confidence if I am Kim of like, oh, yeah, my my son really loves my Mm -hmm. my soon to be. I didn't feel that way at all from this conversation. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jamal and Usman end up talking a little bit because Usman comes over with a cappuccino to, to bring to Kim. And Rob, have you heard about the latest? Have you seen this? Um, Usman bought Jamal a PS5. I heard about that on the last podcast. Yeah. So Usman, uh, Jamal's like, yeah, you know, I, I packed up the PS5 and we're nice and tight on the suitcase. Thank you so much for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe, I, I refuse to believe that Jamal in the back of it, his head doesn't at least consider that maybe this is the same PS5 that my mom got him, but he's re-gifting Re-gifted. it to me. Oh, uh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Now, um, I guess he's seen that episode by now. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he said it in the episode he got, he was like, I, you know, this is wild. It's kind of like a full circle moment where my mom got him a PS5. Now he got me a PS5. Mm-hmm. I would say we should It'll definitely come out tell all. Sean will yeah. ask about it. I think he should have played it sly and been like, hey, what's your gamer tag? Let's play a, a couple of games of uh, Call of Duty together when I get back. And that's how you know if he still has a PS5 or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So then that conversation happens. Uh, Jamal ends up leaving and we see that Usman and Kim have had a bit of a fight in that in the day that Jamal's yeah. been gone. We kind of just jump right into it. Right. So they're like they're in the middle of they have just fought and they're like not talking. They're in a separate rooms or whatever. So basically, Usman felt like the room was a little bit messy and he was like, I was doing it by myself. And then I like suggested she help. But then what we hear from Kim is that he was nagging her and then in the middle of nagging her about the room also talked about her weight potentially mm-hmm. and tummy tucks. And then she didn't feel respected by him. She feels like she has to change everything yeah. about herself. Now, how do you tie those two together? Uh, so you know? like you're having a conversation about the room and I'm just trying to think just like from an improvisational scenario, how do you t- t- tie together that the room is also very messy and then also that you need to get a tummy tuck? 
Okay. So I can, we can play out the scenarios. Mm-hmm. My, I need a couple of questions before I can immediately fall into the Usman character. So would you say that Usman's about to do this in the rudest way possible? Mm. Like, do you think Usman is very rude in this scenario? So I think he is rude. And then he also does the like, I'm kidding, Kimberly. It's okay. me, Soldier Boy. So I could see it being as follows. You know, Kim, this this is a pretty big room and it's pretty messy. And I would like for I think we should clean. I think you should clean it. Like, oh, I don't have time to clean. You know, speaking of big, now that I've said big, you're pretty big. Oh, no. um, <laughs> have you thought about what we should be? I, I don't know. I don't there? think so. See, you don't I, think he'd be that rude. See, I don't think so either. I wonder if he, that he maybe he's maybe he's trying to say like, oh, maybe uh, maybe you could clean the room and you wouldn't and you wouldn't be so tired if you got a tummy tuck. Like maybe he's oh, like trying to like the, say like the maybe you, you'll, you'd have more energy if you yeah. if you got a tummy tuck. Oh, I'd much rather be called too big at that point. Mm-hmm. I'd rather the first route if that if it's like the backhanded of like, I'm trying to look out for you. That's the worst. That's so bad. But I think that's 100 percent what it is. I, You know, it's like the say it in kindness and say it in a hashtag, like, you know, slash jokey way so mm-hmm. that it doesn't come off that way. And you have the plausible deniability of I never meant it that way. You took it that way. I feel mm-hmm. like you're 100 percent on the mark there. But Basically, yeah. So, so he said something like that. She felt completely disrespected, as she should. Mm-hmm. And she mentions that, you know, I feel like I have to keep sacrificing everything. Why is it always I have to change myself for you? Why? And like, why do you keep bringing stuff up? I just feel like I'm never going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And then we know we all know that Usman thinks he's sacrificed more. And this is pretty much the debate that we get here. The back and forth of um, Usman thinking that, you know, well, I am giving up having a second wife and I'm thinking of adopting my brother's son for you. Yeah. That's yeah, for I you. had to give up my dream of a second wife just for you. <laughs> what are you bringing to the table, Kimberly? Yeah, because she started bringing up that, you know, you're not the one traveling all the time to come here and like visit the other person. He's like, no, 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 don't bring that up. Like, that's not a, you can't be bringing that up. Uh, and then she's like, and I have to adopt your your brother's son. He's like, no, you're not adopting. I'm adopting. I was like, Usman, you're both adopting. Like, this is a you're both taking in a family member here. This is not just you doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Usman does this thing where anytime he is pushed in this conversation, He's like, if you don't understand why you're here, then you can just pack and go. I don't care. You can leave. I'm fine. And he's done this more than once. So this gets brought up. Oh, also, uh, this is where Kim drops in. I don't know. I have to do all this to accommodate you. We don't even have sex. So no yammy yammy, Rob. It's been off the table for a little bit here. What's the issue here? That they're not. This doesn't come up. Yeah, they're not. They're not yamming. They're not. They're not having the the sex. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand. <laughs> but why, 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 I guess is my question. What I'm why, why aren't they or why it's coming up? Why aren't they? What's the excuse? Ask Usman. That's yeah. a good question. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe Usman's like, well, your son's here. Like, you know, you're not staying in the same room, but it's kind of weird to do it. He's like in the room across mm-hmm. from us. I, th- I could feel like that could be the argument there. Maybe it's um, like a white Lotus thing where it's like, uh, maybe like Usman is a morning person and Kim is a night owl. I could see Usman getting busy <laughs> with the MacBook Pro that she got him. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I was like, yeah, you know, I went for a run. And then <laughs> I just needed the laptop a little bit, okay? And Kim's like, ah, I sleep in. <laughs> He's like, I'll take the laptop. Thank you. No further questions, please. 
<laughs> yeah. And then Usman is like, uh, like, well, why are you hanging out with bad moose all the time? Why? What, what, <laughs> yeah. is, go- what is going on with you two? It's like, what? Nothing. I, I know when you're lying to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, poor, poor Kim. No yammy is thinking about adopting a, a son here. Her, her own son doesn't approve of this. She is, she's going through the most here. And now she feels like, again, her, her appearance is being brought into question. And then obviously when you bring up someone's appearance like that, and then you're also not having sex, I can see why you're like, why, like, you know, that's going to be a, a heart hurt to take in for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but then, yeah, Usman again throws out the way. Well, if you don't like it, you can leave. And she takes her ring off. She puts it on the table next to him, says, I'm done. Walks out of the room. She walks Good. out of the room, sits down outside. She's like, I'm done. I feel like he's not hearing me. You know what? Let one of these bees in. <laughs> At his least DM he didn't say, him. well, h- shut up. Shut up then. Yeah, <laughs> shut up and let me make you understand that I do hear you. Actually, I'm mm-hmm. sorry about saying sh- shut up. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she feels like she's not being heard. She feels like she's not, you know, she's upset. She's frustrated. And then she's like, listen, just because I'm sobbing doesn't mean I'm not hurt. She's saying this to the cameras outside. So then she comes back in to try and f- fix things with him and says, you know, I don't want to end things with you. I just want to be heard in this relationship. Okay. And Usman replies, Listen, I don't want to drag this to go along. Here's why. I feel like the decision you made is the right one. Mm-hmm. I think you made you did the right one. I pray that you get a man that is better than me. I wish you the best. Yes. But I think you've made the right choice. And then she leaves the room sobbing again. Usman leaves the room as well, gets in his car and just leaves. Yes. <laughs> he just leaves. Good. Good. It's over. They should break break up. I, I've always maintained this is not a real relationship either. This has never felt real. This got ridiculous to me, right? Once the um, once they met with the immigration lawyer and mm-hmm. the lawyer was like, "Yeah, you can't have a second wife. It's uh, in the U.S. That will jeopardize your green card." The pivot to, "All right, we'll adopt my brother's son." Oh, I've also not told him about this until you you mm-hmm. flew to Nigeria. Now you know that I'm going to talk to him about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a lot um, yeah. to take in. And it was never looking like it was going to be a thing that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm sure the next time Usman is on the show with a different woman, it will be for real. Okay. They say third time's the charm, third Rob. The charm. Yeah. So when he's there with Colt's mom, Debbie, we know it's the <laughs> real deal. It'll be happening. I need to watch the single life to see what happened with Debbie. I hear that she <laughs> had a journey there. So I need to check that out, actually. Yeah. Good reminder to myself. But Rob, that brings us to the end of the show with four, again, four tell alls coming soon. There's going to be a lot and we're going to have fun with that. But I had fun today. So thank you for coming through. Yeah, I mean, this was great to check in with everybody. You know, I'm always excited to see what Libby and Andre are up to. And yeah, I, I mean, I got to see like the te- like if the therapy ball was like a little bit of a preview, you're going to see Andre like jumping in on everybody else's business. Oh, 100%. Andre is going to jump in on everyone's business. I think Angela's going to jump in on everyone's business. Jovi's going to speak out of turn and then get, you know, pushed down. So that's going to happen. I did see Jamal is going to say on the tell-all that he thinks Usman played his mom. So and mm-hmm. Jamal's going to be involved. That's going to be great. Apparently, Michael's back on Instagram. And <laughs> Michael's like, 
It's an imposter. Michael, shut up. (laughs) Just stop it. Just stay here on Instagram, Mm -hmm. please. Also, for some reason, despite not being relevant on the show since the first season, Big Ed was on and he's been on many. uh, Ed's ex-fiance Rose is going to be on a call at some point because he's been talking to her um, behind Liz's back. So Mm -hmm. it'll be fun. Chaos will ensue. I'll be here for it. We'll get through it. It'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, chaos will ensue and uh, yeah, there's a lot of like uh, did you talk to your like ex and a lot of like uh, I don't remember yeah I, I don't know I may have yeah that's my big ed um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember yeah okay well, well well, here's Rose now now do you remember does this jog up your memory okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. alright Rob well thank you so much for coming through we will try and reconnect obviously when the uh the massive twofer of tell all and milf manor meet yeah. hand in hand. I mean, that milf manor is going to be huge. Everybody's talking about milf manor. Um, we like, uh, we need to at least be there for the first night. At the very least, we will do that because I do feel like that will tell us more of should we continue or was this a one and done? But either mm-hmm. way, first night we'll be there with bells on. Yes. Yeah. I think that, I mean, milf manor. We we might need to be there live. Uh, like uh, I don't know if is is the milf at all taken. Uh, I I don't know. We that uh, I think that really um, it might be worth staying up late for. I'll be there. Mil- milf at all. I don't know if I want to be a part of that cast. You no, know that what I doesn't mean? work. <laughs> no. <laughs> TLC well, well, milf at alls. No. Yeah. no. I think Stephen Fishback needs to be there. <laughs> please mm-hmm. please i will sit i will sit in the front row to watch that yeah please. i yeah, really I, I really think that eleven fifteen p.m live sunday night january 15th like uh i think that that's really all all hands on deck well hey be, you heard it here first audience be ready be ready for milf manor because mm-hmm. we're gonna knock on that door real soon mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, before I say something incriminating that Liana's going to hear on this podcast, um, (laughs) let people know where can they find you? What else you have going on? Oh, uh, you know, so much. It's a busy week. Uh, Of course, uh, we're leading up to the holidays. Lots of holiday movie stuff uh, going on. I'm getting ready with a podcast with uh, uh, Uncle Kiwi, not Andre. We're going to talk about Hanukkah on Rye, the Hallmark original Hanukkah movie on Renap 204 coming up. Uh, Chappelle and I actually talked about another holiday movie on HBO Max. We broke format for a week. We talked about an HBO Max movie about a very fun, very, uh, very meta Hollywood Christmas, it's called. And uh, that is an interesting one if uh, you haven't uh, seen anything about it. I will definitely be checking it out. I got the the word meta there really intrigued me. And I know you and Chappelle, anytime you get together, it's a it's fireworks. So, well, a Hollywood Christmas is basically a uh, basically a Hallmark holiday movie about the making of a holiday movie. Oh, oh, OK. Layers, layers, layers. Yeah, I love that. OK, I will be checking it out. Thank you, Rob. Um, and then, of course, and it's also could, very meta because yes. it's kind of also about like corporate restructuring at HBO Max, uh, which is also happening in real life. I see. OK. Um, and then also you can all find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I will be there. 
uh, during these holidays. I might be taking a couple of days off, but the content will continue to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as podcasts go, I was on the BNB a week and a half ago with uh, the double date on the penultimate for the Survivor season. That is not over, but that podcast is evergreen, so you can definitely check that out. And uh, every other show that I cover is currently on Yadis, except for 90 Days. So I'll be here with you in two weeks' time, since there's no uh, 90-day episode next week. And maybe I'll use this week off to catch up on The Single Life to talk about that. But that's all we have for you here today on the Hot Mess Express. We have arrived at our destination. We hope you had a fun time with us. We'll be back in the new year to talk about the four parts of the tell-all. But until then, take care. Have a good one. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.